welcome to another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Elle. I'm Nathan. And today we're talking about Bad Bin Eulogy, which is the 10th title in the Bad Bin series. And, you know, there are good things about it and there are bad things about it. And ultimately, I fell asleep in a hammock sitting upright. So let's just get on with it. We skipped over a bunch of the Bad Ben titles, like, we'll come back to them. But we wanted to cover this since it was newish. I guess it's Memorial Day 2022, so it's not super timely. Still pretty recent, like most horrors. We talked about it pretty old. Well, nobody's talking about this. Because we were kind of doing a cursory look-through to see if we could find some funny reviews and stuff, and we just couldn't find much of anything. I did find a couple sentences, or a long run-on sentence, the synopsis, so I'll go ahead and read that. After the death of Tom Riley, a video podcaster, Jackson Scott, makes it his mission to find out what happened to Tom Riley, and he does so by obtaining hundreds of hours of footage never before seen and presenting them to his fans. I mean, it felt like... Like hundreds of hours of footage but it was yeah. like 94 minutes of stuff that should have been edited better and i say I mean, that as somebody who loves this series and loves nigel bach so yeah maybe that was just a story was he was going through hundreds of hours of footage i don't i mean we could have totally missed that <laughs> i described this earlier to steph and it is an example of what is wrong with the whole movie the scene is tom riley's ashes get sent to the house on Stillmanville Road after Tom Riley has passed and there's somebody new living there that has nothing to do with any of this. And when she receives the ashes, she has the most boomer-ass text conversation like she's in a chat room with someone. Her friend was coughing like she was losing a lung when the scene opened, which was beautiful. Totally telling of the times we're living in with COVID. And then this woman is shot, picking up the urn, walking outside, all the way down that long driveway, putting the urn in the garbage can and then still films walking all the way back up and going into the house and she's pretty slow she's just like a normal like middle-aged woman walking at a normal middle-aged woman pace which is pretty slow it doesn't cut it just leaves it all there so we just watch this very long slog there's nothing surprising that's happening everyone knows she's just throwing it in the garbage can no monsters pop out at her we're just watching this really long scene that's not really giving us anything it's not adding anything to the story and then later on it shoots her putting the can out to the curb well yeah i just feel like it's a microcosm of a lot of issues that nigel bach has it was more acceptable in the first movie when there's like all the weird scenes of him just like laying there and nothing happening but this one it just i don't know man it needed something to save it (laughs) yeah i think it's different when it's tom riley sitting there snoozing in his recliner although he was talking about how comfortable a recliner is in one of the clips which i appreciated we have to come back to how comfortable the recliner is how nice the house is all the ways that this is kind of a humble brag about how awesome his life is with his many recliners and his big house and his snack table either that or he's playing on selling on craigslist like a weekend after this movie release or something i mean hopefully someone sees it (laughs) yeah maybe maybe this is just like a big long advertisement for his recliner reselling business because his house is full of recliners which that's a vibe that i can get behind i will say that no do you want a recliner that's been shat into you know for years there you go bam that's true i mean baby woo Fair enough. 
that's what you get when you buy used furniture. But I'm sure this motherfucker's bought used furniture. He's definitely well, probably pre-shattered. <laughs> it's pre-shattered. <laughs> I get why he did it because that's how he's funding his movies now is like selling all these little pieces of it and putting people's pictures in, which sometimes they were part of a story. Sometimes it was just like a weird picture, like in an awkward place. Like you're not going to put a picture frame with someone on your wood burning stove. That's not where a picture goes. That's not a surface where you put something decorative. And he wasn't <laughs> even talking about that person in that scene. And I get that there were like different tiers and he was trying to work them in, but like maybe shoot in a different background yeah. then because that's not working. To some extent, I guess that it would be forgivable in some respects just because it's kind of goofy. Also, we don't get like the fiery, crazy Tom Riley that we got in a lot of the other movies. We get somebody who's just an incompetent dipshit reading no. off of a teleprompter very obviously. Yeah. We just get a dad joke machine. That's basically what you fucking get. Annoying I, as hell. I need the fucking spicy grandpa energy from Tom Riley. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Like, come on! You know? <laughs> exactly. Getting mad at the demon. I guess I've watched too many movies lately where they're just butchering weird Latin and, I don't know, it's not doing it for me this time. Having watched the fucking Harry Potter series like <laughs> a year ago or something, it just sounded like he stole shit from Harry Potter. I, I don't know if he did, but well, it's very possible. Because I could see him sitting in there watching Harry Potter. I don't think that's all the real possibility, to be honest with you. That was recliners get a lot of use. He's probably watched a lot of movies. Especially dumbass movies. Like, no offense to like Harry Potter fans. But. I've never watched Harry Potter, but based on some of the things that I've seen on social media, they are using like Latin words and Latin word structure yeah. for some of it. And there are two ways to pronounce Latin words, too, because there's ecclesiastical pronunciation and there's classical pronunciation. And what I know is classical, and none of these things come anywhere close. Not in this movie. I think we made a lot of fun of the end of Baby Oopsie, but that was funny. That was a good mispronunciation because they didn't bother. They just used English words and the last syllable was Latin sounding, Latin-esque. It was hilarious. I would go for that. Also, oh, I almost feel like it adds to the charm, though, having people who don't know how to speak Latin speaking Latin. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, That's it how is I pretty awesome. Movie. That scene where he is doing a spell in someone's basement, because obviously when somebody is having a demon problem or like having some kind of a problem, you go to the wrong house and summon a demon. I don't know where the answer to a haunting would ever be to summon a demon, but see, I don't think Tom Riley's that stupid. That's the problem I guess I'm having with some of this, is like, I think he's, I don't know, he's not smart, but he's is he that stupid? Is he that enough? Feels like he kind of did the thing a lot of people do with their dumb characters, where it's like they start out kind of believably dumb, and then they just make him just beyond the point of parody, where it's like, no one is this fucking dumb, dude. It's not really. Which, it's like, you know, it's, it's like what they did to Homer Simpson, dude. Like, where yeah. Homer Simpson started out just like a fucking stupid oaf, but he still had other things about him, but then by the time they got to like the 20th season, all they could do was like lean into how stupid he was. Exactly. Which is like, maybe it's time to hang out. And I say this, I don't want Bad Ben to end. Bad Ben is one of my favorite. I love the independent spirit of Bad Ben. When I watched that first movie, it was magic. And there's a lot of other ones that I thought were at least interesting enough to stay awake watching, like Haunted Highway, I feel was one of the better ones. Mandela Mm. Effect wasn't bad. Benign, honestly, is pretty good too, so. I haven't got to watch Benign yet. I did hear He Hung Dong. Exactly. That's all I remember, but that's all I mean. That's (laughs) an amazingly good movie. You know, I'm looking forward to the zombie one that's supposed to be coming out on Halloween. Mm. I do feel like, man, could you just take a little bit more time with one of these and just put a little bit more story in? Yeah. 
because I really love this and I don't want it to just devolve. You know, he could be doing some of these plugs for people on like a TikTok account or something, a YouTube account. I get it. I understand what his model is here and he's got to fund things because he's doing it on his own. But I just would really like to get back to some of the good things that happened with this series. And it feels like this one in Pandemic to me were the ones that I really felt like I was just watching a bunch of random clips really clumsily mm -hmm. edited together. Yeah, and that was the thing is the clips were, I don't know, some of them were alright, but it was just a bunch of bullshit. The guy in the bunny suit, that seemed unnecessary. The fucking weird dude with his daughter. and Yeah, <laughs> that like... was weird. I did appreciate the high fashion of that American flag t-shirt thing he was wearing. <laughs> I did. And the humble brag, you know, with all the gym equipment in his basement. Hey, bro, I yeah. work out. Yeah, I work out. I live brother do you live um, <laughs> i mean i don't know if nigel can answer that one <laughs> <laughs> he might i mean it so I have been aware of Sit and Be Fit programs that used to be on like KCTS 9 when I was a kid. They came on after Bob Ross. And, you know, you just sit in your recliner and pull your legs <laughs> up, you know? I don't know if I should comment on that. Is there anything else we can talk about? That's pretty much it. It was kind of split into two things. The video footage of him being a paranormal investigator and all that. And then the second half, or maybe it was less than half, but it felt like at least half the movie was the Jackson guy trying to like reincarnate him or whatever and I still had so yeah, many questions was, about uh, that one because there was that whole big long scene of us watching her throw his remains away and then apparently there was a bone in a field somewhere or something I guess and, where he died I don't and see that's where I fell asleep during that part and now I'm very confused about what happened there and Nathan was wide awake watching it and he's so I confused wasn't paying so. Attention. this was one where you know yeah yeah, phone and you're just kind of like looking at your phone you look it up and you're like oh and I watched it twice just like you but yeah, I lost interest both times around the same spot so. yeah the first time I think I made it to it was before like the bunny the part yeah was in the basement yeah oh yeah the pig piss which the best part of that scene was him sniffing the piss and having the reaction that was funny there's a lot of other things there's better gags that could have happened for me there was a lot of editing that needed to be done like it did not need to be as mm -hmm. long as it was and there was a lot of potential that was missed because again i'm a fucking huge fan of this series i love that he does what he wants to do and he does it himself in his own house and he just makes it all happen that's amazing it's just sometimes doesn't work for a movie that keeps you in awake states of consciousness sometimes it puts you to sleep yeah, yeah i mean honestly if you were to edit out like a tight hour it would have been at least better i don't know if it would have been good but it would have been better and i also feel yeah. Like a lot of people calling him an asshole and these half baked ideas of this demon. He has some shit about like a Babylonian god fighting with another god in a plane. Do we really oh, need no. Do we, do we need this? This is just making me think of that uh, full moon movie with the fucking guy that goes in the mountains and turns into like the one like gladiator guy or whatever. Demonicus, yes. <laughs> the one that you were like, this is too bad, don't even watch it. Yeah, exactly. It looked like it was shot on like a fucking home video camera and there was like a budget of $2, so. Yeah, and I can stand shit like that. It, I usually You've got to have a good fucking story, though. Yeah. Hook exactly. me. And Tom Riley is a great character. 
character. So just like uh-huh. lean into the crotchety, spicy old man energy. Exactly. He's at his best when he's just like angry and just kind of like confused by the ghost and just being pissed off because he's confused and he doesn't know what to do. And that's what we like to see. We don't want to see him just being like, oh, he's dumb. Ha ha. You know, give him the fucking Homer Simpson treatment, please. Nigel Box, Tom Riley is as beloved a character as any other in horror movies today, as far as I'm concerned. You got Jason and Freddy. <laughs> you know, that's another era, okay? Those guys are all from the 1900s, okay? That's actually a good point. There really isn't any, like, one major character I can think of that's really big now, so yeah, he could know, be like... the next thing, you know? I mean, aside from, like, the weird 90s movies that had a million spillover sequels, yeah, like but, Scream yeah, or something, like Ghostface, to be honest, they are old news, and I honestly never watched anything but the first Scream, and Steph would think that's sacrilegious, but it just wasn't <laughs> for me, and unfortunately, Scream was one of those things that my mom watched so many times, and I hated it by the time I was out of the house, because I just had seen it so many times. I was thinking of, what's his name? The guy from Saw, but once again, Saw's over, so. And then I was thinking about Full Moon, but the thing is, is a lot of those characters, I mean, even if we take the fact that Full Moon is obviously cult, but I love Full Moon. Mm -hmm. The problem with it is, is we're talking about characters that have their genesis in the 80s and 90s again. There's nothing new. No, they haven't really innovated. I mean, I guess they've The ginger dead man, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, oopsie, they kind of made it to her own thing, or... I don't know. It was from a 90s movie, I guess, but, you know, yeah. they kind of revamped it. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> revamped it. The Ginger Dead Man, the first film came out in 2005, so maybe... But Fox, I'm also not seeing, know? like, massive amounts of people even not having an idea of who the Ginger Dead Man <laughs> is, so there's that problem, where we don't have a lot of recognition, which sucks, but it is what it is. I, just I think what we're think... getting at here is we need to make some movies. <laughs> this is a market that's wide open. I think what we need to do is, like, Nigel Give us a call. I have an idea about a Goblin Bad Ben movie. All I'm saying, you know, goblins could be made viral. We do like what they did with the clowns, people dressed as clowns like years ago, and have people dressed as goblins and grass people. We're very pro goblin, Nathan and I. These pro cool goblins. Not like the shitty ones from uh, Troll 2. (laughs) No. Let's make goblin movies. Like, let's do goblin shit. We need to claim it, bring it back, you know, do something (laughs) good with it. So, I also want to put this out here on this podcast just in case Nigel Bach ever like listened to it or anybody you know on his payroll listening to the stuff that you know people are covering if Nigel Bach ever wanted to come on here let's talk about fast food let's talk about our favorite chips let's talk about horror movies Nate and I just went to an episode of Chapo Trap House that was taped live in Portland Oregon and they brought on Bill Oakley from Simpsons to talk about fast food and local food and I would love to do a fast food discussion with Nigel Bach like that would be the perfect conversation I feel like after Bad Ben Haunted Highway number one person that I would love to talk to about fast food we might even take an online interviewing course or something hey I used to to work for a newspaper I know how to interview I've also interviewed some authors for Sage Cigarettes so besides there's better people than me on staff for interviews like Steph and Jay are better than I am but I do think that I know more about fast food than Steph or Jay 
well, at least from the old times before I had to stop eating wheat. I know the most. You probably do, especially because you you got to live in South Carolina afterwards. I only have Ohio, so I don't have the East Coast fast food knowledge. Exactly. You don't fucking live in South Carolina. Don't fucking eat normal food. That doesn't fucking happen. (laughs) You're down in fast food and barbecue and all kinds of nasty shit. Hell yeah. All right, well... Let's wrap this up for now. You can find us on the internet at coastinthemagazine.site. You can find us on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can find me at Nocturnical. Find me on Twitter, badbenpimp69. Okay, bye.